Hey friend, I decided to embark on a journey to reinvent and transform my life in 2022. And I want to take you along for the ride. So stay tuned because for the next 10 weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you this amazing journey as I go through the Unleash Her Power Within program powered by Tony Robbins. Hey friend, welcome back to week five of this Unleash Her Power Within journey. This is week two of the second block, which is reinvention. This week, it was all about the identity building blocks. So during this week, um, it's part two of this identity training that is part of reinvention. And we went deep. This week was deep work, and I'm so excited to share with you my journey through this program. And as I mentioned last week, this block of reinvention is why I sign up for this program, right? Because I want to reinvent myself in 2022, and I saw this as a great opportunity to do just that. So This week, we talked about a lot of things, so I want to unbundle all of that for you, but we learned this model that is where I want to start with today, and maybe before I jump into that model, I want to share again what was the quote for this week, because every week we start with a quote, and this week's quote is from Tony Robbins. Um, And I don't think this is a quote that is out there as a quote from Tony, but it's something that he said at one point to KK and KK shared with us um, this week. And it says, live in alignment with your head, your heart, your spirit, and force of your identity. Live in alignment with your head, heart, spirit, and force of your identity. And I think it's perfect for this week because that's really what we were trying to achieve this week. So back to the model that we learned this week. Um, I want you to picture this big star, right? This big star on a whiteboard. And inside the star is the word believes. Our beliefs run our entire life. They dictate everything. And our beliefs are generated by what we practice most. Whether we build limiting beliefs or empowering beliefs, they are generated based on what we practice most. And what we practice most, they become patterns, right? I talked about patterns Since week one, we've been talking about this pattern that we create in our lives. And a lot of times those patterns lead to generate limiting beliefs, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago. But whether our beliefs are limiting or empowering, one, they run our entire life. They dictate everything in our life and they're generated by what we practice most. They're basically a system that you practice, right? Everything in your whole life is run by your beliefs. And at the end of the day, what we want to do is to create beliefs that support us when we are in that decision line that we've been talking about, when we're in the dance between the old self and the new self. We want to have beliefs. We want to 
um, be run by the programs of this empowering beliefs that are going to push us to this new self. Beliefs that can expand us, right? We talked about empowering beliefs expand us into our new self. Limiting beliefs contract us into our old self. So what we want, our program to be run on beliefs that are empowering, that expand us. And I think um, another important thing about beliefs is that our beliefs at the end of the day are going to dictate how we show up in the world in every situation that we're faced with, right? That dance, that decision line, imagine it as every situation that you're faced with. You're going to make decisions based on what your beliefs are. So our beliefs dictate our personality. And our personality is the representation on who you are in this world, what makes you, you, what makes us, us, um, you know, we're born with this personality that evolves over time based on the experiences that we have and the situations that we face that makes us unique and beautiful. It, it basically, our personality is our essence. And what we are trying to do in this program, in the Unleash Her Power Within program, is to go back to that essence, that beautiful essence of our personality that we were born with. Now, our personality dictates our decisions. And we can think of it like we have two different personalities, right? Our new self and our old self, they're two different personalities. They're all inside of us. Our new self is truly the essence of who we are because I mentioned this to you last week. We call it reinvention, but it was really an aha moment for me last week when KK say, we're not inventing something new. We are remembering our essence. And depending on what personality we show up with to that decision or to that choice that we're making, is going to directly impact what decision we make, right? Our new self is going to probably make a totally different decision than what our old self would. If we show up as this new self, we're going to take extra large action and extra large decision, where probably our old self is going to take extra small actions and decisions. Now, our decisions dictate our personal reality. And all our, our realities are different. Our realities basically is how do we perceive the world, right? It's, it, and how we perceive the world is this external view that starts from within, the way we perceive the world, our personal reality is basically dictated all the way back to our beliefs. And the way we see the world reinforces those beliefs. So it becomes this ongoing cycle. And the only way that you can break through that cycle in the event that the beliefs that are impacting the way that you see your reality are disempowering beliefs and therefore they're leaving you feeling empty and unfulfilled and uh, frustrated 
And whatever feelings, negative feelings you can think of, the only way to change your personal reality is by changing your beliefs and embracing those empowering beliefs that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. And once you install that programming in yourself, those empowering beliefs, then a new cycle is going to run. Your beliefs are going to dictate your personal reality. Your personal reality is going to reinforce your beliefs. And then you're going to be in this cycle where you're constantly matching your external view with what is inside of you, which I thought it was brilliant and beautiful and gives us so much hope to say we are in control of our world. We are in control on how we see the world. We're in control of our personal reality. And it all starts within. It doesn't come from the outside. It all starts and ends within us. So in this week's session, we went deeper into the block of decisions. And we talk about the three decisions that shape your life. The first decision that shapes your life is what are you focused on? What we focus on triggers our thoughts, triggers our beliefs, triggers our personality, and therefore creates our personal reality. What you focus on, some people focus on the positives, other people focus on the negatives, some people focus on the challenges, others on the opportunities. What you focus on dictates your thoughts, which dictates your personality. Your problem only exists in the magnitude in which you manifested. So what you focus on really, really matters. The second um, decision that shaped your life is what meaning do you give to it? So depending on what you focus on, you give a meaning to what you're focusing on. And depending on the meaning that you give to that, um, then your belief becomes your guiding principle for how you interpret what you focus on. Two people might be seen at the same situation and they can give different meaning to that situation because they're focusing on something different or because they're giving a different meaning to the same thing that they're focusing on. Lastly, the third decision that shapes your life is what action will you take? What action will you take based on what you focus on and the meaning that you give to what you focus on? So those are the three decisions that shape our life. Once again, what are you focused on? What meaning do you give to it? And what actions will you take? And during our session last week, KK gave an example of a couple. Let's say it's a marriage and a man and a woman. And they both work long hours and they being not spending a lot of time together because they're spending a lot of time at work and they've been, you know, getting apart. And the women in this couple says, okay, I'm going to make an extra large action here and I'm going to book a reservation for dinner. And she buys a dress and she, you know, gets super beautiful and ready 
Uh, she's so excited to have dinner with her partner after, you know, several months of them not having time for themselves. And she made a reservation for 7 p.m. and they agreed to see each other, to meet each other at the restaurant. So she arrives early, it's 6.45, and she sits in the table and she's waiting for her husband. And then it's 7 p.m. and her husband's still not there. And it's 7.05. And KK asks, like, what would go through your mind? If you were her, what would you think? And it was so funny, right? Because there were people that were focused on where the heck is he? You know, for the one time that we are able to go out for dinner and you're late. Are you kidding me? Right. Then time goes by is 7.15, 7.20, 7.30 and he's still not there. And KK asks, so what do you see in, in, in this scene? Right. And, and there's different perspectives. People feeling or focusing on different things. Some people are upset and they're like, okay. How that can this be? Um, like they're giving meaning to the fact that he's not there. They're giving meaning that maybe he doesn't care that he stay at work and forgot about dinner and feeling upset. And other people were like, "What happened to him? Like, is he okay? Did he had an accident? Um, something must be wrong because I trust him and I know he would be here. He knows this is important. And if he's not here is because something happened to him and start to worrying, right? So both people are in the same situation and focusing on different things and giving different meanings to what they're focusing on, right? And the actions also are going to look very different based on what they're focused on and what meaning they're giving to what they're focusing on. The first person might just leave upset the other person might be calling trying to find out what happened even calling the police or calling the hospitals to make sure that he didn't have an accident i know i'm exaggerating a little bit but see same situation can be seen in two different ways and depending on those three decisions that this person makes she's going to interpret that situation very differently her personal reality is going to look very different but it all steams, as we were saying, from her beliefs. Have you ever been in a situation where you feel frustrated, upset, let down? A lot of times when we are in those situations where these negative emotions come to float, it's important to ask ourselves these questions. What am I focusing on? What meaning am I giving to what I'm focusing on? And what are the actions that I'm taking as a result of that? And we did this exercise during our session where KK asked us to think about one thing, one situation that made us upset in the, in the recent past. And I remember jogging my notes here. I'm looking at my workbook and I recall a situation in my former job where I felt attacked and I felt that someone was talking negatively about my team and my work. Like they didn't, not negatively, but they thought that I didn't do a good enough job or I didn't contribute it um, as much as I could 
Uh, and here I am about to leave the company with these feelings of resentment and being upset and, and being frustrated and feeling that I was not appreciated. And I think once I shifted my perspective on which I was looking back at the situation, right, I was able to find a completely different meaning in the conversation, in the situation. And this was just a great example of how important it is what we focus on. Then uh, we thought about one thing or one situation that made us feel proud, and again, go through the three questions. What I was, what was my focus? What meaning did I give to that situation? And what were my actions as a result? Then we thought about something, a thing or a situation where we felt grateful, where we felt silly. And uh, it was a great exercise when we look to achieve results because of how we want to feel, right? We talked about this the previous week on this success cycle. It's not about the results that we're looking after to achieve. It's how we believe achieving those things is going to make us feel. And if you have felt like that before, if you felt proud or grateful or, or silly or upset or any of the feelings, the thing is that we have in ourselves a success program. We have our own formula for success. If you think about a situation where you felt really fulfilled, when you think about a situation in your life when you felt proud of yourself, what you felt accomplished, and you remember in vivid detail how that went, you can come up with your own formula for success. And we did precisely this exercise. And one thing that I thought about was the Thrive Conference that I hosted last year uh, for my milestone birthday. So I hosted a two, two full day virtual conference um, with hundreds of participants and several like keynote speakers, like people that are well known. And when I decided to do that for my birthday, I had no idea how I was going to do it. But I remember how fulfilled, how accomplished, how proud of myself I felt those two days. And as I was remembering with vivid details, like the entire day from the moment that I wake up to the moment that I put my head on the pillow at the end of the day, and I remember exactly what I did I can extract from that my own formula for success. We can recreate these feelings. We don't have to wait until we have achieved something to feel a certain way. We can recreate those feelings at any time if we find what is our success formula. And for me, that involves my morning routine, involves starting my day with a gratitude practice and exercising and having a healthy breakfast. I remember very vividly exactly what I ate that day, how much water I drank, what I was doing during the day, how I was moving, um, how I was dancing in between sessions to get my energy up. And 
I was able to come up with a formula for success that every time I repeat that formula, I can replicate those feelings. And that is at the end of the day, what we're after anyways, right? How we feel at the end of the day. The other thing that we did is we talked about the core five. Um, And the core five is a model that explains basically this success formula. You know, you don't have to try to be anything. You are perfect as you are. And, but sometimes we're so used to our old programming, to our old self, kind of like a program inside of us that we need to practice the new program. So that new program becomes our new pattern. So we did this exercise again of picturing three moments when we felt really present, when we felt most true to ourselves, in love with life, like fully fulfilled. And then we went through this core five model and identify and build our own formula for success. So the three key components of this core five, obviously it's five components. So the first component is the fact that again, we, we don't need to set and achieve targets to feel a certain way. We can feel a certain way at any point, but we live in earth, earth being one of the five core elements, the fact that we are human beings and It's just part of our human nature to pursue goals. And then we have an identity. And during the program, we have put a name. We have named this identity of our new self. And that is kind of in the middle. And this identity has three basic components or three basic pillars are like the three legs of a three legs tool, right? One, the first one is physiology. How was our body moving when we were feeling that way? What was our physiology? What is our position? How are we moving? What, are, what was our body language when we were feeling that way? For me, as I said, I started my day exercising. I ate healthy. I stay hydrated. Um, fitness was a priority for me in that point in my life. I was doing my AM, my morning routine. I was practicing gratitude. I was dancing in between sessions. The next component is focus, right? And this is the first of those three decisions that we were talking about. So what was I focused on that day? And I was focused on serving others, on adding value to others. I was focused on other people, not on myself. I was not self-conscious when I was doing the Thrive Conference, but the only thing that I was thinking of was the people that I was serving through the conference. And I was really present. I was living the now. I was living the moment. I was really present. I did not got distracted. I was focused and present on the moment. And then the third component is the language. Like what were the words that I was using um, 
And my vocabulary that day was positive and uplifting. I remember doing a lot of I am affirmations before the event to kind of prime myself um, to show up confident to the to the Thrive Conference. So this model of the core five is something that we can use to find our own formula for success. And this was the last exercise that we did on week five of the program, which was a great experience. And I think it's an exercise that is worth repeating over time because I think those situations that make us feel fulfilled and make us feel proud, where we were fully present, what we felt most true to ourselves are going to evolve as we evolve. So the same situations that felt that way in the past might now be replaced by new situations. So I think doing this exercise once in a while is something that for me, I'm going to keep. It's something that I'm taking with me with this program and I'm going to be utilizing anytime that I feel that way. I'm going to go back to this exercise and try to find out what was my secret formula to feel that present, to feel in love with with life, to feel fulfilled, to feel true to myself. Anytime that I leave a moment like that, I'm going to go back to the core five and try to jog down what was my physiology, what I was focused on, how was my language, and kind of go through the three key questions, right? What am I focused on right now? What meaning am I giving to to this situation or to what I'm focused on? And what action did I took as a result of that? So that is the summary from week five of the Unleash Her Power Within. Again, if you want to learn more about this program, there is a waiting list for the next generation of Unleash Her Power Within. I'm going to put the link on the show notes of this podcast episode. And with that, I hope you have an amazing day. I will see you again next time for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.